minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show, episode 162. Tommy Jacket. What is crackalackin'? You've called me on a new number. Uh, yeah, the Slovenian you, number. It was... It was a successful hunt for a SIM card, which has become your life every other day. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've got more SIM cards than a drug dealer. Uh, con- <laughs> congratulations on uh, getting a new video out on your YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a, um, that's a good one. It's a, that's a good one. <laughs> well, like, oh, I didn't think JJ would have any content and he's, uh, he's thrown up a topic. <laughs> it's... Well, you become quite distant from... It depends. I think I've had this weird thing at the moment where I um, I feel quite uh, removed from some of the stuff I do because we're trying to do so much. Yeah. And so it's like some of our episodes, you feel... You don't really feel anything about anything about them. Feeling a you bit know? numb. You feel a bit numb because you're, you're moving on. Yeah. But um, I, I guess it's... it's but I, what I have actually been feeling at the moment, which I first want to get your thoughts on, mm-hmm. creative blocks. What do you yeah. think? Like, what's your what's your take before I kind of... Because I've had a bit of thinking about this recently. I think it's <clears> a... <throat> um, the, the hard thing is that I think, I think that they're definitely real. They're completely... I think creativity relies on the mind. And so, mm. what... I think that it sort of comes hand in hand with a bunch of other stuff as well. Um, yeah. So, for me, I think that even, you know, creatively at the moment, like there's a, there's a creative block, which is the almost our unwillingness to get in the state that we need to be in to be creative. Um, yeah. And, uh, no, I definitely feel like I've um, been in that, place and i think that the best way to get out of a creative block um is to do something to make something to create which um i think is counter to some of the um you know the, the feedback or the advice which is you know remove yourself from the thing what do you think yeah totally well yeah i've kind of felt like i if, in terms of my uh, client work that I've been doing, no problem. I feel like I've been yeah. nailing it and doing some really creative and well-made uh, and executed, you know, projects. But then when it's come to my personal stuff, outside of what we do every single weekday on this show, which yeah. takes a fair bit of effort mm. um, in terms of brain power, we show up. I think I don't think I don't feel like it's effort to show up and do this with you. Uh, as much as I used to in the early days because it's now just become our habit. Um, But it definitely does zap, you know, some creative power, I guess, from you if you're looking at it as like a... a, You've got a bank of X amount. Um, But then, yeah, just with with my other stuff, with my personal videos, I I went down this slippery slope and I posted up a video for the first time in a little while. Um, But it's this... I think you can get... it, it, It can... So what I basically have come to the other side is the the way I was looking at a creative block and what I felt I was thinking that is bullshit. Like the block mm-hmm. is bullshit. And because you do, you go down this hole of 
um, feeling like you're, you, you you could either go, I've got a creative block, and then you start looking at excuses as to why or why it's happening. And, and what is a yeah, creative is. block? Do you think what what is it to you? It's for me the way it sort of comes out is like this. I feel almost like uh, paralyzed mm. in my ability to create, yeah. and I a hundred percent know that I can. And I and I, I could create, but it becomes this thing where I think it gets worse as you don't act on it. And so I've been chipping away on a bunch of videos, but the th- the thing that um, the spiral that you go down is like, I started getting more critical and I started looking at things. And so what I've come to the other side is I put out a video yesterday and it's and it's really really beautifully shot and you know there's lots of things but I just went down this slippery slope of um, questioning my ability and it's like classic creative person just like yeah. I'm not you know I'm not good enough not that specific saying but essentially it's sort of like saying that like oh this the story's not good enough and you start criticizing every little element of it but if you it's a resistance yeah, it's it's all this resistance within you to to do the thing of put it out, which it's it's yeah, it's it's this torturous endeavor that uh, I feel like I'm on. But I feel like putting out things that aren't perfect is where it's is the the win because I think half like I, there would be so many people out there that are creating stuff and not putting it out because it's not good enough. And my battle that I have is with stuff not f- not being right and me then not wanting to put it out. And I don't want to call it perfe- uh, perfectionist, but it's yeah. like the challenge for most people is actually just getting something making to a place. The thing. Making, the, making the thing and then just getting rid of putting it out there. And so for us, you messaged me yesterday about the early days of this podcast and in some of the episodes, I forgot the name of the podcast that we'd even created. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a reason why I'm the one that intros the show now. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's easier that way. No, I remember the name of the show. But there was I had someone um, comment on one of my videos, on the it. video yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so funny. It's like people are, are just waiting in the cor- in the corners to just press your buttons and um, or they're not or you're just totally thinking so the comment was like um, oh you finally to post time finally to post. it's a miracle that you've posted or something yeah. and I was like fuck it triggered I'm so triggered by that um, not in a bad way it's like yeah no you're, you're totally right but it's a weird it's a weird battle that guy Dan Mace put out a video where he was like talking about a creative block or something that he had mm. and I and I find that I just become like numb and I just want to watch Netflix it's this weird thing yeah. do you have you felt have you oh, had this I think on this trip it's been the weirdest experience of highs and lows like the the happiest moments and then also the feeling of not being fulfilled creatively yeah. in the sense of I think that what I've come to realize is that potentially the only time my mind isn't thinking about a million things at once is when I'm editing, 
when I'm editing, mm. like I only thought about this um, yesterday. When I'm editing, what I'm doing is I'm connecting dots. I'm like looking along a story and I'm finding and I'm saying, okay, this could go with this and maybe I could bring this with that. And yeah. when, I, when I'm not in front of an edit suite, when I'm just in the real world, I'm doing that with everything. I'm connecting dots with everything. Mm. And especially when I'm not editing, I think that it can be destructive as well where it like turns into overthinking and then thinking, oh, like just rabbit holes. Like we, ha- you and I spoke for um, an hour and a half before um, you went to bed last night. Did you dream about me from all those conversations? Oh, I, I, I dreamt about someone. I can't yeah. remember now. It wasn't you though, so oh, that's okay. Suck, sucked in, <laughs> but the um no, but I I um just going down rabbit holes. I think when I've got um creative um uh, blocks, I remember hearing something around what um procrastination is, yeah. uh, and what it is is it's around when we do work, um you know we we like working we and we don't like getting stuck right and a creative mm. block is essentially getting stuck and then what we try and do is we find some other thing to do to get unstuck and so for me i can go down these crazy rabbit holes where i did maybe 5 hours of research after we spoke <laughs> today on <laughs> studio setups yeah <laughs> Yeah, I've got so and so I've got like all like I went through and looking at different prices and configurations and YouTube review like reviews on stuff. And the reality is that I've got a um, deadline for an edit that I'm working on, which I'm really loving. And, um, you know, the last three hours before uh, we started recording this, I've just been sort of smashing it out because I've told. a cl- you know a client that I'm going to have it done for them. Yeah, but yeah. It's a um, it's a constant uh, battle. And Brie, uh, you can I can see the frustration with Brie because we've been she's been uh, lis- listening to a podcast with what's her name Gretchen, yeah, Gretchen, Rubin. Gretchen Rubin, and she's a um, uh, she's got a, a book. She's got like these different um categories that you can be in so you could be a, an upholder or a, re, a rebel and all these different an obliger all these different uh, a questioner all these different categories that you, you could fit under and i think that i fit under the uh rebel slash slash mm. obliger so i um when it comes to yeah, like I, I'm pretty rebellious. I like sort of doing things on my own timeline, but I'm yeah. also an obliger in the sense of if I've told someone that I'm going to deliver them something, like the amount of pain that I feel, yeah, trying to like I need to make that happen. Ah, oh, I'm I'm very similar, um, but I I think about the 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 feelings I have now, mm. and then the feelings the feeling that it gives me once I actually put it out. So yeah. the reward for me is like mostly in just the completion of something and pressing send or putting it out on something because it doesn't go away. Like I don't think, I think it's this thought that people have and I, maybe it's just me. Tell me if you do, 
but I look at people who are, you know, successful or have big channels or, you know, doing well online, I think, oh, they must have it all sorted out, right? Mm. But then I, <laughs> but then I think about myself and I see that it, it doesn't really change whether I'm having the success in the videos that I'm putting out or I'm not. It's like I still feel this pain, but I, it's like I'm pushing through it. It's like I'm a fucking sicko. I think <laughs> creatives well, are sickos. I think it's the exact same probably feeling that people get when they go for a run. You know, for people who aren't don't necessarily call themselves creative or can't relate to this, maybe what they can relate to is being you know going for a run every day and then maybe going on a holiday for two weeks not running and then going on that first run you know like the going out get and the feeling the resistance that you feel when you you know before you do it versus when you do it um mm. but but i think that the 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 quote that i love is that uh time is the fuel of fear so with all of these creative projects, if you think about, you know, the awesome video you put up yesterday on your YouTube channel, um, you know, you, you know, filmed that video months ago. And so the amount of agony that you and fear that you felt was so much greater because you didn't just do it then and there. You didn't get yeah. it done the week of. And so you've, you've managed to drag out the pain without necessarily the reward. And I think that that's why I love working in sprints. If a client wants a job done, I want to be able to say, okay, well, let's film it tomorrow and let me edit it next week or this week. Yeah. That's that's how I love working. Yeah, I totally agree. There's something about, like I've even thought about like, um, say if I haven't filmed Say if I haven't got a video to film today, I'm like, oh, what can I use of what I've got from, you know, uh, a while ago that I could create into something to put out? And I feel that 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 feels really painful. And yeah. the, and what's good about this show is like, you know, we record and we put it out regardless mm. of how good it is. And it's um, definitely, it's a learning process because I think that maybe the highs and the lows that I've been experiencing while I'm away has been connected to the podcast. If I have a good show, uh, especially when we're doing the shows, you know, in my morning, if we have a good show, I feel great all day. Mm. Uh, If we don't have a good show, I'm thinking about it. I'm deconstructing it. I'm thinking about, you know, like I think we've probably had, uh, I'm trying to think there was a, a, one show that we were recording when I was in um, uh, Poland where I was just like, I don't know if we can fucking use this one. I think oh, let's that's just right. go to a um, one of the pre-recorded and we we got through it. But like that's real yeah. tension. That's real resistance. That's real like getting pissed off and just being like, I can't be fucked today. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it's like, so, so your analysis is... Sometimes how I feel about the show changes, my you know how I'm how I feel about life in this present moment. It's mm. like maybe it maybe it isn't reflective though because sometimes it's not true. We feel yeah. like we could have a show where we're arguing with each other. People actually like that, or people mm. like seeing opposing views on things, and that's good for them. 
So yeah. it's it's this weird thing. It's like what what we're experiencing, what other people are experiencing, and that's across the board. The pain mm. that goes into a painting for an artist, and then people love it, but they were severely depressed at the time that they created that painting, yeah. or you know, music. Um, yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like the saddest song. Like I enjoy listening to songs that are sad, or you think about the. Um, pain that you know an artist might go through writing a certain song or having an experience but it's a um you know, i think that it's probably something that more and more people are going to feel especially as we're all becoming mini content creators um yeah uh, michelle from um the shameless podcast she she wrote a, a blog post about um her her realizing how she'd been painting sort of her Instagram as being sort of this positive how good's my life and created this blog post which talked about some of the struggles mm. um, but I think that the the challenge with it is that we're um where I, I think that we want to be more honest there's a desire to be more honest but I wonder whether we're ready as a society to be honest because I know that if I see people being too negative on social media that's also a bit of a turn off yeah and so are you thinking about sh- you sharing this stuff or if you were to share not negative well, things but sharing the, the lows as well as the highs is that what you say I think that the hard thing is that to your point if there's not a single truth if maybe the thing that we're experiencing isn't actually the truth and it's just the experience we're having right now doesn't make sense to then be posting it online is it is yeah. it worth communicating it externally if we're not even sure around the, what the truth of this situation is or how you feel mm. and so for me it feels like if you're feeling a certain if you're feeling negative and you post on social media, hey, I'm feeling this way, I'm negative right now, do you think that that's going to lead to a positive outcome or a negative outcome? Mm. Well, that you can't argue with someone's feelings because that's a fact for them in the moment. It's like someone told me, it's like, you know, if, you, if you're in an argument or you're with a boss or something, I remember this years ago, like use use the term feelings. This is making me feel this way because yeah. they're not going to go. I feel no, it's like not. You're a fuckwit. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, I'm not. Well, it's my feeling, so don't fucking argue yeah. with it. You fuckwit. <laughs> no, but it's a. Um, uh, have you ever done sort of negative posts on online? Nah, I mean, I, I I'm not just about posting great stuff. Like, hey, look at me! I'm so happy. I don't. Act, it's not that. I just, I just have chosen not to put up things that are darker. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I'm not. But I'm does not that a great create example. The problem, like, how do we? But you are an example, right? This is the thing. It's like if we're if we're all taking a, a part of our lives and putting it online, and then mm. I guess, and people are then judging themselves against that. Yeah, you know. I think I've got it this it's about the platform for me so it's about the um 
the vehicle and the vehicle for yeah. me to share any of that stuff is is a long form podcast mm-hmm. because I'm not it would take me days to write a, a, some kind of post to put out on Facebook and it wouldn't even be the way I'd ever do something where I'd share some feelings well you it's know, just so I, permanent like for me like um, the uh, putting in the mate, you should have thought is- that before you just posted about how you had a taco on Saturday night in 2008 <laughs> Bree and I are going to get tacos that, that far did, out are you reading that somewhere because I'm sure I would have done that <laughs> no just say the most generic thing and put it as a status and Josh did it in 2007 oh, <laughs> but there's definitely a um I've I've had I've definitely had the desire since being away where I'm like maybe social media isn't for me maybe um uh Jason Fox um Dr. Jason Fox who we've had on the podcast said this great uh email where he sort of listed his thoughts on social media and um yeah I think that there is a I've, I'm spending way less time on Facebook. I rarely go on Facebook now. Um, I would much prefer to not have to use Messenger on Facebook at all. I'd love to have like mm. a personal autoresponder just to tell people, hey, I don't check this, send me an email. But um, I, yeah, I, I've definitely had thoughts of late where I'm like, I don't know if I'm actually getting much out of posting and I don't know whether other people are getting stuff out of it. Out of you posting? Yeah. Or out of just like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, how do you feel when you scroll on Instagram? Oh, yeah. Pretty pretty numb. Pretty yeah. thoughtless. I, I just... It beca- it's probably... I'm doing it in a time where I'm just wanting to sort of zone out, which is... You know, you're like a zombie, just scrolling mm. up and not really caring. It's that's what it's like for me. But what do you think about people who are say, if you were to say you look at Matt Diavella, who's creating, mm. I guess, thoughtful content, podcasts, videos about really you know specific subjects that people are thinking about. Um, do you think he? Do you think if you were doing that model for you? And you chose the platforms where you were to put out what you're thinking. So it's not just Facebook statuses or Instagram posts. It's more um, thoughtful, meaningful uh, videos or um, things that are coming from you. I guess, and that's what you're contributing to the right. So yes, you might be contributing to it, but is I wonder one whether it resonates you know with with people and two like whether the algorithms are designed to actually prioritize that type of content you know what sort of stuff is um instagram actually showing people and um yeah i just i don't know i think that like for me this is why i do love the podcast i love the idea that people can just subscribe there's no sort of meddling with it from any other platform because you know i read a um a quote that's going to be in the the next issue of offscreen magazine which is um uh, edited by uh, my friend kai brack and he uh he posted did this post and it basically said uh 
what we read, what we consume, uh, you know, the media that we consume basically determines how we think, what we think about. And um, Mm. if that's the case, then we really need to be thinking about the algorithms around Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, because if they're controlling what we consume, they're controlling what we think. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. I think about... Are you scrolling uh, on Instagram right now? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you no, just no, liked it's... my post. I appreciate it. But, um... <laughs> I was just ta- saying I'm having tacos for lunch today. And uh, it's a real 2018 progressive post. Uh, no, you're right. I think also what I feel about this stuff is what I... What, what I say, I, you know, I love making videos and it's probably mm. the thing that I like most out of everything. It's the most painful, it's the most rewarding. Um, I find the most pleasure in it. But then there's this there's this reality of where you will end up, what will end up working for you. So if it's, mm. say, it could be the podcast for us, where it's yeah. like, the podcast, I do it because it's enjoyable. It's not, it's not the thing that I love most uh, in this world yeah but it's but it's definitely something that I I never have feelings of I don't want to do this this isn't something for me so, so then it's like you end up doing something that isn't uh, it's not the main thing well I think that that's the that's the interesting thing with this podcast is it's like yeah. I don't feel like the thing that's stretched like I think that if we were doing this as a weekly show I don't know if we would have maintained it because mm. the thing that's created, I think that you actually need resistance to be creative. And yeah. so when something's too easy, I don't think that the resistance there. And then sometimes we commit to too many things or we take on a project that's too big and the resistance is so strong that it's hard for it. It's paralyzing. I think that that's when things like creative block happens. Yeah. So I think that for us, if we find this really easy um but i think that what we've been able to do is we've found tension and resistance through mm. doing having to do this remotely like you and i being in different countries right now has created so much more resistance than it would be if we were just in a room together which yeah. has then i think actually kept it going at a nice pace yeah definitely it's uh- I actually find that the challenge, right? So it's it's not... You move past the showing up to actually talk to then be, okay, the challenge now is just to show up. Mm. Um, the challenge is to get up in the morning, 5.30am and get in the car when it's freezing and yeah. uh, talk to this arsehole who's, you know, in <laughs> summer in Europe. Yeah. Um, and it really stings. And that's, that's, you know, I'm getting through this. Yeah, it, I mean, no, but there, there is like, there's a bit of truth there, which is like, it's not always, um, I think that the interesting part of it too, and this is what happens with social media is like, you're, um, we're commoditizing ourselves or our mood or our ability to have conversations. And um, I think like Hamish describes it with him and Andy is like, they weaponized their friendship. And by doing that, there's compromises that are made within the friendship. It's not the same as just a normal friendship. Mm. Um, and so I think that that's a, um, 
that's interesting. But I, th- I think that the big question that I ask myself, which goes down the big rabbit hole, especially when I have a creative block, is I ask, what's all this for? Mm. I think that would that would take me down a whole other rabbit hole because <laughs> then you almost have this out clause of going well a video for YouTube mm. it doesn't really mean anything in the scheme of things but then it's in the little nuances of the process the struggle the reward and the creative output that actually is the reward and that's maybe where it's worth it but but what what who do I what do I care about someone writing a comment on a video not I don't really give a shit it's not changing my world yeah. I've actually I've liked but it makes going. you but it sparks the question right it's the same yeah. thing that um you know our mate mentioning that oh maybe it got like the podcast got a bit boring like that just planting that seed um even though you know as creatives as you create more and more work you're able to identify stuff but i think that when there's a level of truth or when it i think the buttons are the ones that are already activated within our minds so Mm. you're already thinking about i said i was going to do 100 videos this year i'm not going to reach 100 videos but i still that doesn't mean all or nothing i still want to post and so you post this video and then someone calls you out for not posting that much and it it triggers that button. And so um, I think that it's definitely, um, you know, I think the reality is that, you know, most people online who are commenting are just being reactive and they're not empathizing to the actual process of making. Mm. And um, it's as much about them and their frustration of not understanding why they can't show up every day. And, um, you know, that comes out in a, in a comment to you. Yeah. I think when you have these conversations and you, and you see people trying to give advice on this stuff mm-hmm. um, online, it's like it can be so frustrating. You know, here's the... Um, when people are trying to sell a process to uh, have success in a space like video or podcasting, it's like there's such a stench of bullshit yeah. and a, a stench of you you don't know what's right for everybody. <laughs> mm. You can only in this space where it's like it is so new. All of this, all of these creative endeavors and these platforms – it's all so new in the scheme of things. And, and so and no it, one really has an idea. But if well, you I buy my, the thing is, my ebook, it's, it's yeah. only nine ninety five, <laughs> yeah. and it's the 10 steps for success as a podcaster. No, I'm joking. No, but, no, but I think that the thing is that it's a, um, whilst the platforms are new, the experiences are human, what we're talking about. They're, it's like the human condition. And it actually you know, brings up a much bigger question than what is it to be human? And the thing is, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, but um, a lot of people in our life that we care about are going to die um, and we're going to be going to their funerals. And there's going to be 
hard phone calls, hard conversations, you know, and that's all still to come. And that's that's a guarantee. And so mm. I think that when there's the guarantee that there's um, we're going to experience that in our life, the question then isn't how do I avoid it, but it becomes how do I cope with it? How do I turn it into art? How do I turn it into a productive life? And, mm. um, you know, that's the sort of stuff that I think that I've been thinking about is it's like, okay, this is got, let's, let's have acceptance in this shit's going to happen. And, um, now what, what, what do we do now? Mm. Yeah. It's deep and dark. It's just a little bit dark, isn't it? I'm just listening in their cars, fucking hearing about everyone around them going to die. But, um, (laughs) it's it's, it's reality. Here's Josh traveling Europe, could be having the time of his (laughs) life, but he's just gone so dark. It's how how I roll. No, it's it's um, good. I like the, I like these conversations because it's, I definitely don't have shit figured out. Yeah. I'm figuring shit out, but that's what life is a constant figuring of, shit out uh, yeah and we don't <laughs> have that as much control <laughs> we don't even have much control of it too like i think that the um once we accept the fact that shit's going to happen no matter what um then i think it changes things as well yeah yeah cool it's a daily talk show everyone that was a uh we managed just to fucking riff on one little thing there all about your bloody youtube video people should go watch it <laughs> yeah thanks it's uh, got Thanks for uh, Rupert, just, mate. At Rupert least in it. put a, at least put a comment on it, Josh. Yeah, right. Jesus, that's I think guys. I, I gave just, it a like. Gave it a like. Did you? Because I didn't see that. Yeah. I don't see the actual person. Well, you don't see I that. just yeah, mate. The amount the, I get a message when you've put a video up, mate. Can you just go and comment on that? Thanks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and very what true. do I do? I go it's and comment a, on it. I think the last one I did was with Jack Post talking about cryptocurrency. <laughs> so it's been a, it's been a while since I've done a post. But uh, uh, yeah, youtube.com forward slash Tommy Jacket. Check out his, uh, his uh, video and uh, yeah, happy Wednesday, everyone. And we will see you tomorrow. Feel free to send us an email. Hi at the daily talk show.com. How do you get out of your um, creative blocks? And um, yeah, what, are we completely wrong? Are we being way too fucking negative about stuff? Are we, have we lost the plot? Please send us an email. Have a good one. <laughs> see you guys.